Welcome back to another episode of the After Hours podcast. Um, Scooter is here. I am. But his camera is not <laughs> working, so I have been entrusted to do the introduction. So, you don't get to uh, see that that pretty Scooter face all episode. Yeah. It's very yeah, saddening. It's, it's been three episodes since we've been up. I know, scooter. and you're, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm debating listeners. Scooter. Yeah, you're getting half Scooter. I mean... <laughs> It's funny because I was going through, I was trying to figure out the camera stuff and I was going through some files that were left on the camera and I found this clip that I must have, I must have hit recording when I just woke up. Like this is, this is, I think this is like pre first start just after Vegas the first time, like back in November, December. And there's a clip of me, like my hair is wild and it's just like, I look so tired and I'm just staring at my screen like a fucking zombie. So that's I'm gonna post that. Maybe that'll be what what I put as my cam. Just, It'll just just be. make that as a gif and have it looping the entire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, oh. But uh, yeah, no, I mean we've uh, I've been away for a while. Obviously, we had fucking uh, we had Vegas, and then we had like a couple of you know minor scheduling conflicts between the three of us, and it was just everybody busy. And then you know we're just you know everybody's stuck in the world of esports. Everybody's constantly busy. Yeah, especially. You know, just with everything that's going on right now, Parabellum, and it's getting towards the end of the year, so every it's it's grind time for sure. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. And speaking of you know, kind of the end time, it's the last play day happening right as we're talking for our six. Uh, obviously, not quite the stage we were hoping for. Um, I you know, a lot lots of moving pieces this stage, so. We'll have to see what, uh, you know, I think next up is going to be probably SI quals. And then, then depends after that. Um, like we were, we were talking before the podcast, DreamHack. I think there's rumors that DreamHack is going to do some tourneys. But, uh, all this barking, Jake. You hear that? Yeah, barely. It sounds like a phone. It's so muffled, but like, yeah. Anyway. It's but, uh, they, my neighbors leave their dog outside <laughs> on a leash and he'll just sit out there and bark for 30 minutes. So. <laughs> Protest. I, I'll just mute and unmute for when it's my turn to talk. Oh, okay. I'll remind you to unmute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, so we, you know, our sex obviously not the stage we wanted. Um, we may, the game today is going to change a few things. You know, I think, I think the max we can get now is seventh or sixth. Um, I know if we, it all it all comes down to the scoreline of this game. Like if we can end negative two uh, in round de- differential, then I think we, you know, kind of we're the top of the bottom. Because um, I know we have the head to head over Exet, who are currently sitting in sixth place. Um, so if we do win this game, then yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, it's it's a couple more SI points. Um, I don't think we're close enough to get auto called for SI. Uh, I don't think even remotely close, if I'm being brutally honest. Um, and then, yeah, so then we've got closed qualifiers and that's really it. And uh, if you guys haven't seen, obviously we're going to plug it anyway. It's a Parabellum podcast. The R6 uh, share bundle is now on in-game, which is kind of crazy to see. Like, I think this is my first episode of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, honestly. I think this is my first episode of the podcast being able to talk about it openly. So have you, you've used it. Have you played with it yet? Yeah. I played a couple of games with, uh, I think JMO, I think we played a couple of games, you, me, Llama, and 
I think so. Yeah, I think we played like on release day. Yeah, yeah. I know I played yeah. it for a little bit too. Uh, I see Upton's been playing it a lot. Yeah, Upton's been playing a lot of R6. <laughs> not bad. It's so funny because he's one of those people that like does the whole I'm gonna do it for two weeks and then hops off for like a month and a half <laughs> and then he'll start it again. So it's funny. Upton's kind of cracked at it. Yeah, he's he plays on controller. He's, he's, he yeah. plays he plays on controller too, which I think is the impressive part because there's like zero aim assist on PC with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the R6 bundle it's in store. You can get it now. You go to well, launch R6. I think that's the only way you can buy it. I don't think you can buy it on the yeah, web. Yeah, you can. Uh, no, you uh, launch R6. Go to the esports uh, tab and look for the bundles, and you'll see our pretty pretty logo there. In black for well, some reason. And, yes, just for a forewarning, since some of us struggled to find it, uh, it is black opposed which, to red. Which is kind of weird. I don't know why they did that, but whatever. It's in the <laughs> shop. It looks cool. <laughs> I may be a little biased, but there's some clean skins. I think it's definitely the top just because it's so unique. Yeah, there's a lot of... I saw a lot of the community saying on like Reddit and Twitter, like... A lot of the a lot of the orgs are going the anime route, which is a pretty safe route. Like if you do a good job, a lot of people are gonna buy the skin for sure, even if they're not a fan of your team. But I know we were getting a lot of praise for not following the obvious route, which yeah. I think I think we I think we had talked about it originally because you know I'm 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 a sucker for a good anime skin as well, and you know I want to see what Drew could do with that. But it was like ultimately I think it was just like yeah, let's not do that because like everyone's gonna do that this year. And yeah, every, everybody did like, um, but you know, I speaking, the, sorry, no, go ahead. Yeah. I think the, the, that was the interesting thing with the skin. I'm excited to see like, cause like if we do end up getting approved for, you know, next year's skin, I want to see what other creative things that we could do with that. Cause I know, I don't know. I just like, I think it kind of fits our brand as like a, you know, being different as our, you know, as our group. Yeah, and it was definitely a good like it was definitely a good like homage to the original jerseys and stuff and like kinda the first year in R6. Um obviously this is our first year in PL and you know we've completed all three state we're about to complete all three stages. So it's definitely been a learning of a year. Um and it dude, it's crazy how quick this year's gone. Like it's um this is so off topic, but I'm so mind blown that it's already October, like that that's just scary it's gonna be november and yeah it's only it's only something like 12 (laughs) weeks till christmas yeah feels like just yesterday we were watching the boys play that qualifier yeah crazy in a call of course scooter scooter gotta be there in person yeah dude si was like what a year and a half almost two years ago uh yeah it would have been may 2021 kind of crazy yeah, it was delayed, right? Yeah, it was May. Yeah, May twenty twenty one, for sh- for sure. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, a year and a half ago. Damn. That's, Damn. That's yeah. Insane. That's crazy. Of insanity. Yeah, take it away. Arabellum is finally back in Rocket League. We're not in the bubble scene. We're not in APAC. We're smack dab oh, in the middle of Sam, dude. Oh man, I've been waiting on this. Noobsy and I have been trying so hard to find the right roster, make everything work out, and just get ourselves a team that we like. It's been so long. Last time we were in, it was 
what end of January? Uh, I think it was the start. Yeah, about the end start of January, of the start of February, January, February, with a hilltop picnic. Mm. So, so yeah, I couldn't be more excited about that. Getting to watch Rocket League on the weekends with where it's my team that I I can support and see our logo and our players and all that stuff. Like, it's a different feeling a, for yeah. sure. Like, it's, it really is. I oh mean, my God. You, Scooter, did you see that clip of me of my girlfriend? She I did. Yeah. Me? Like that was like, I didn't know that she was recording. I was just literally standing by the TV watching the game, and she just re- caught it on video. It's such yeah. a different feeling. Like it's it's one of those things that like even if you have a team that you support, like that isn't the team you work for, it's still it's like fun, but when it's the team you work for and you know you put a lot of work into and you know a lot of heart and soul, it's like it's just a new level. Like I think it's, I think it's fun for us as well, even more fun for like, you know, like it's it's fun for you because you work for Parabone Scooter. But I think it feels so much more different to us. Because we have spent so much time researching yeah. and scouting, and and we know these players are good, and it's like, oh, now they're signed for us, and now they're supporting our logo, and it's like, you know, the whole team is cracked. Davisano and Trula and Leo, they're all just, they they have the results. Trula has the least experience because he's so young. I think he what he just sixteen became, turned he, sixteen yeah, the other day. Sixteen the other day, but he just barely became agile, eligible. With, towards the beginning of last RLCS. yes mm-hmm. so he's had not as much time to get you know get as caught up as you know players like davisano and leo and all of them that yeah. have a little bit more experience so i'm excited they're a little bit newer when it comes to like togetherness but they they played amazing this week yeah they and, played uh, saturday they fell just short by one series uh played great went to a lot of game fives but once they were able to clean it up like they were killing overtimes like they, they stayed controlled. Um, but yeah, just barely fell short on Saturday. And then on Sunday, statement play day, 3-0. Each, each series. On, on Saturday, that was that was nerves. I think yeah. it was just once they settled down in some of these games, like they looked really good. It was just some things didn't go their way. Like during uh, the crew match, that game should have, there was some games that it should have been like 12-2 to two mm-hmm. in favor of Parabellum because we were just ripping shots and it was just, just so off the the net or like hitting up top or, or a person was able to get there. And it was like, you know, a couple of those bounces go the other way. I think we wouldn't have had to play Sunday, but you know, they, they kept that mental up, you know, and, you know, shout out to Alter and, and for the coaching and all the boys that literally hopped off that game Saturday and just hit video review. You know, they took a little break, but then they hit video review all night and pointed out, you know, what did we mess up? What did we do better? And then Sunday just it didn't drop a single game. There was only one game they played where they had less than three goals and it was two nothing. So, yeah, absolute absolutely statement, statement games from them. That was so fun to watch. And it, it, It's so like, obviously, we've probably I've probably said this a bajillion times when we've been recording, but. I'm not a Rocket League person, not really, and it's like, but it's so easy to watch, and it's like you can get into it, and like like I said a minute ago, like when it's when it's the team that you root for, regardless of the game, it's even better, and it's like watching RL is so easy, and it's like I, I'm surprised, like you you know why it gets the numbers it does when like Worlds is on and stuff, because it is so 
it's a game that you could anybody even if you don't understand it can be on the edge of their seat which i think is what's so great about that it's so easy to follow it's so fast-paced so like you don't have to sit like with a valorant or csgo that can go to 26 plus rounds there's a lot of dead time too because they're buying weapons and then there's Mm -hmm. a setup before the initial gunfight rocket league five minutes boom game done i mean 30 seconds to a minute in between five minutes boom game done i mean bars some overtimes but saturday there was one match where we literally won and we went to break and then came back five seconds later and Mm -hmm. was like all right our next match is about to start next series i was like right after it's like, and then the games, you got 30 seconds in between to take a rest. Mm. And then, and normally, so fast paced, it's energetic because yeah. casters are like, shout out Tanker and shout out Seeger. They killed it on the casting this weekend. It was so, so nice to hear their voices on that. Um, but like with any casting in Rocket League, it's always like high momentum, like high energy. They're yelling, they're getting excited. And it's an easy way to be on the edge of your seat, like you said, Scooter. Yeah. And I mean, so I guess our next goal is going to be getting uh, our uh, RL skin. We're going to try. Uh, w- I think. Was that an intentional pun? <laughs> Wait, what? Our next goal. Oh, no, it wasn't. But hey, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, That's a, I rolled my eyes when you said that. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> hey, I'll, no, I'll take an unintentional. <laughs> I think it's a possibility because, you know, other than crew and team secret were technically the third biggest org in sam i think it'll be down the line at some point yeah but for the foreseeable future no because they just released the esports shop today i think no like the updated uh, oh yeah the update yeah yeah the updated esports shop was today but speaking of uh yeah speaking of rocket league and kind of interesting things happening inside of it Outside of the actual game, uh, Noobsy brought this to my attention. Oxygen and Gel Blaster. You wanna you wanna break that down for us a little? I thought it was cool. So that's their that's their partner. I don't know if it's a title sponsor, but I know it's actually on their decal. So oh, did you just get flashbang, Jake? No, I was pulling it up <laughs> the the link that you said about that. So, very yeah. Nice. So um so that's actually and that's the cool thing for people who don't know, that's actually something that is I think very that doesn't happen in video games ever but for decals in rocket league on the away skins i think now actually on the home skins too you can have a sponsor on the side so like with g2 their side is adidas or i think what was it a uh, guild had subway and stuff like they phase has nissan like i know somebody it, had it, steel series for sure on one of them yeah, yeah. i think that was um i think that was uh version Facebook. one Oh, oh yeah, I think, yeah, I think it might be Pittsburgh, yeah. Uh, so I think that that's such a cool way to add revenue because a lot of these smaller teams, like you know, teams like Kansas City Pioneers, that you know, that are smaller, they're in OCE, they can throw that, they can pitch that to brands and and be like, hey, um, this game's played by millions of players, and your logo can go right here permanently, right where everyone can see it, and once you buy it, it's there forever. And it creates so much more. It's and the skins are, you know, it's. I think for the whole pack, it's about as much as you would get for a Rainbow Six skin. So yeah, it's, it's pretty. Like, it's pretty standard. Like most in-game but, cosmetics are about five, five bucks. Yeah, it's cheaper, yeah. but it's like more people. They're gonna buy the whole bundle, which is like twenty mm-hmm. bucks, because you, you can justify getting nine skins for twenty bucks. That's, you know, that's just over two dollars a skin, I think. 
So it's like that's more people will buy the whole bundle and then boom, you just made yourself 20 bucks. And then that that just and then you can yeah. pitch it to the sponsors and whatever. It just it creates revenue. And I yeah. think it's amazing. And I'm uh, we're seeing more uh sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I said like big ups to Psionics for that, because I mean you don't see that very often. No, it's a great it's way to support the organizations that you know help the esports thrive. Do you have to uh do you have to play devil's advocate a little bit? How long do you think until we see like uh, a form of sponsor that gets their like skin, like gets put on a skin and like psionics has to turn around and be like, okay, well we we're removing this, whether it's because of controversy or like, and even if it's an older skin, do you think that'll ever happen or? It would have to depend on, I think like, um, cause they, they go through really uh rigorous process on yeah. already what is allowed on the not just what's allowed on the skin but what the skin's allowed to look like um like i was honestly they were a little lax because isn't the g2 one like like rainbow and vibrant and it's just like Mm -hmm. nothing that you know it's not like they just weren't allowing as many colors before it was like i think you had like a traditional you only had mm-hmm. two colors, maybe a third if it was a certain design. It was very strict. And then this season, they kind of just let people go yeah. a little bit. So it's Which... possible. I think it would have to be something pretty bad, but they already uh, filter pretty pretty good when it comes mm-hmm. to what's on the car and then what the car looks like. So yeah. I'd imagine the only way that would happen is if like some company fell over with major controversy. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. Like yeah. It would have to be like a... I mean, even I was so the situation in my head, I'm thinking of like um, artesian PCs or artesian builds. Oh, yeah. Um, But then again, I don't even think that's big enough that they would remove it. Like, I think, I think what you said, I think would have to be something massive, like a company actually doing wrong um, for them to revisit us again. I guess maybe like an outcry from community. Yeah. Something like that, or like an org saying, hey. Like they they get sent the file like they get sent like a PNG template with all the assets on it. They could probably just wipe the logo off of it. Or that's yeah, that's what I imagine they would do. The yeah, put it in like some sort yeah. of bug fix where they take yeah. the skin for me for a couple of days, Spotify it, yeah, the new one, give it back to people who had it. Yeah, I, I imagine I they would. I do like the fact because I think out of honestly, I think a vast majority of the brands in this on the skins are non-endemic so they have nothing to do with esports mm-hmm. i think that's awesome i think that's well, really cool to yeah like Corrent had a cool one last year they had mall of america because they're yeah. located just just around that area so i was just like i thought that was i thought that was really sick because you know it, ju- it just shows how more how mainstream it's becoming to where you can have adidas you can have Nissan. You can have huge these huge brands that are partnering with a car soccer game. And you know, yeah, yeah, we're the first one to, you know, Rocket League's the first one to kind of incorporate live sponsors on these decals. But like, it's very. I could see it coming up in the future that like maybe in the future you could see one appear on possibly a Call of Duty skin. 
yeah. maybe like some of these other big games. Like I could I could truly see something happening because they're like, okay, this works. This works. Well, it's fu- it's funny how it's gone. It's kind of gone full circle because back in the day, um, CS 1.6 used to have some like you used to be able to have custom skins and like certain tournaments would allow them. So certain orgs and you know teams would rock sponsors on the back of their uh, player model. Um, and then I know we saw it because you you touched on Call of Duty. Call of Duty had it for like what a couple of months, didn't they? Have like back pieces that had the logos on it for like because there was a huge article about it, and it was something about the CDL allowing it, was, it. I think it was something. I think it was one of the jump pack games. You think? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then like even between obviously CS one point six is a while ago now, but it's like the we didn't see it much in other games then call of duty had tried it for a while recently it didn't work and then now we're back again but we're doing it properly and like the thing with the rl cars and stuff is that obviously sponsors get jersey placement too um like obviously look at jake's camera he's got shake paying compete up at the top and so they sure jerseys get a lot of screen time and that's good but cars, the amount of screen time cars are getting so much more. That's that one sponsor. Sure, they're gonna have to pay a lot more, probably. Well, that's Just something assuming, that, like, but. like hypothetically, if we were to have a decal parabellum, I could literally approach a brand and be like, "Yes, so uh, we weren't playing in a major, we weren't playing on a LAN, uh, but our cars were on screen for six and a half hours throughout yeah. the weekend." That's a, about a minimum of what's going to be on the screen if you play and three you know, times Friday, if all Saturday, players rock the skin like yes so you have across two days you have about six hours of your logo being on the side when you when they win the car is literally sitting like this so you can see it and it's just like that even the cinematic shots different. like yeah so yeah because and that that's the other thing you approach them with as well you say like look you got six hours on screen and you're going to get like our highlights because it's going to be one. You're going to be the title sponsor for our, for our, like our content probably. And then the cars are going to be in that video as well. And any community made, you know, montages, you know, rocket league have, videos. Yeah, it's going to have the car in there. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't so, even include the active always in the game. Exactly. Like when there's yeah. not live. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just players playing it. Yeah. The average Joe is seeing it. Yeah. The over what 1 million concurrent players yeah it's just like it's for brands it's a no-brainer and the game is perfect you don't have to like well i'm saying perfect as in like the perfect brandable game there's no guns there's no violence the only explosion is when you hit another car <laughs> like it's just it's quick it's yeah. fast paced a ton of people watch it like it's it's a safe game to promote and even if there was so. explosions the lore is literally eggs so yeah, not so. humans. That well, I do know. I think Jake taught me. <laughs> yeah, I think I tell you that when when I was streaming one time, because <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Scooter like redeemed the like designed my car, and he was I was scrolling through the toppers from the pig. He's like, "Why are there so many eggs?" And I'm like, "Because in the lore, the people are eggs." And then like I backed out. I was like, "Look in the background. Look at the stands. There's just like, thousands the of hell? eggs hopping up and down." <laughs> what the hell even is that? So, uh, RL and 
well, all that they're doing is a huge W. So uh, let's talk about a huge L. Yeah, there's been a big L. one this week. So you guys take it away. Yeah, so uh, obviously we are all in the streaming space to some extent, whether it's an org stream, a, you know, eSports stream, or even streams or content that we watch in, in our off time. And uh, I'm sure, if, unless you've been living on under, under a rock, you've probably heard the TwitchCon was this past weekend. And TwitchCon, you know, it's obviously what it sounds like. It's a huge convention for Twitch. And, you know, there's streamers, there's booths, there's merch, there's fun stuff, there's fun activities for viewers. You get to meet and greet your favorite people. And there's uh, events for the streamers themselves. And one huge fail from Lenovo or Twitch is they're passing the blame back and forth was Lenovo's foam pit. They were doing a stream for, you know, streamers to come battle each other. They were kind of shoutcasting it, like commentating it as well. And it came down to uh, one, well, two streamers turns and one of the streamers won, AKA Adriana. So she decided to do a <laughs> cannonball into the foam pit. And whole, I don't, have you guys seen the video? She broke yeah. her back, didn't she? She's she broke her back in two places. In, yeah, in two places. Yeah. And it, that video is painful to watch. It is so painful to watch. I mean, you. I'm sure both of you have had those times where, like, whether you're a kid or you know even an adult, just doing something stupid. If you land on your ass and hit your tailbone, the amount of wind it. that it, yeah, you feel it. The amount of wind that's knocked out of you, and I just the sheer you. pain hurts alone the fact that on top of that she broke her back in two places jesus christ like what's well, one of those things like if if that was in that could literally have been millimeters of difference between her getting paralyzed or not mm -hmm. like there when it comes to your back like that those little tiny things can make literally make or break you you could you could not walk again that's life-changing right you could not feel things in your hands. Like the, the back is not anything to mess with. And I don't understand that, you know, I, I'm sure they probably put some sort of padding down, but for them to just think like, oh, it's a foam pit. It's fine. It's like, yeah. okay, well, it's just, yeah. the stuff's got to go somewhere. So if I'm yeah. jumping that you have, they should have elevated it, put a ton of padding underneath it. Yeah. It I been was on reading into it a little bit. Uh, so I guess it's just literally like a pit with a handful of layers of foam blocks. That's that's nothing. That's not a legal foam pit per se. Like say if you go to like some sort of party, like uh, like amusement park type place, and they have one, what they do is it's it's boxed in, and at the bottom it's like a spring like trampoline base, and then it's filled very it's deep, like four feet deep. Yeah, like that one is just concrete at the bottom yeah so and it was only two feet deep like the twitch even if it's foam like a foam foam cubes those aren't like tempurpedic they don't compress like they're soft but you know they're not hollow or anything um when you hit that there's nothing to brace your fall like nothing absorbs the shock so i think that was just ignorant for them to just fill up yeah and two that's foot the thing about ignorance as well is that people are always like there's a lot of people saying oh well she signed a waiver she signed a waiver and it's Doesn't like matter, yeah wa waivers don't matter if if the thing was never safe to begin with like if it's yeah. if the company aka lenovo or whoever set this up for lenovo um they 
were arrogant and they didn't make sure it was safe to begin with. There is nothing I, gu I can guarantee you that Waver doesn't say don't fall in the pit. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole point of the thing. You're supposed to fall into it because you're in, you're intentionally trying to knock the other person into the pit. Yeah. So, I mean, even well, people I, were like, saying, "Sorry, well, go ahead." Yeah. So I was gonna say the incels of Twitter were just going off on her like, "We're well, not supposed to jump in a foam pit like that. It's a foam it's a pit. Foam pit. Yeah. You can jump in it any way you want because it's supposed to be foam. It's supposed to be safe, like." And it's, Tune in next week where we fill a pool full of concrete. <laughs> we take all you're the water to jump out in the of the pool, pool that way. Put concrete in it. Well, you're not supposed to jump in. Yeah, but it's like I don't know if anybody's ever been to like Sky Zone. It's like a trampoline park. Yeah. yeah. But like I went there a couple times when I was younger, and like they have a trampoline where you literally jump off the trampoline, you do like a flip into the foam pit. It's like you could you dive head height. first. Yeah. You, you can dive height. head first in that from five feet up in the air. You're fine. Yeah, and it's it's funny because like people, there's so many people online too that were giving suggestions of literally like very cost effective ways that they could have made that pit safer. And literally, somebody was like, get a bunch of old mattresses and put them at the bottom of it, like so it's not concrete. Even if it's only two feet deep, those mattresses would have made a difference. Like anything really at the bottom would have made a difference. Like just not concrete. Something to absorb shock. Yeah, like and it's. And she wasn't the only one. There was at least I think four, four in total. Yeah. Well, there was more because I saw the tweet that uh, Jake Lucky put out was, I don't know if he like was talking to a lawyer or something, but he was like, hey, if you jumped into the Lenovo foam pit and hurt yourself, DM me. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, there's good because there were a bunch of people that got injured by it. A ton of people yeah. left the event like in wheelchairs. I think four were hospitalized, mm -hmm. but a lot of them got bruises. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Shit. Like it's, it's just stupid. You know, I yeah, know. I mean, I'll just never. I mean, it's funny as well seeing the like PR side of it because I know a lot of people have reached out to Twitch for comment, and Twitch is like, nope, not our problem. It's Lenovo's, and it's like, motherfucker, like it's your event. It's, yeah, it's you're your event. event center. Like, you're responsible for anything that happens at your event. Exactly, and it's so it's it's very strange. And uh, if you guys are good to move on to the next topic, I got something even stranger to talk about. Let's hear it. Okay. So I'm probably maybe a little bit of a hot take, but I think everybody's kind of question marking it right now. Sentinels announced today that they are building their roster, their Valorant VCT roster, purely off of tens. That never was going to work. I did not see that, but I'm not entirely surprised by it. So I'm not either. My only reason is because like, one, he is super marketable and he is a good player and he's super young. But the thing is, the last VCT and like all, all you know, before it, all the, um, I keep wanting to say merchandising. I don't know why I want to say merchandising. Um, the, you know, the creation of the league, my brain is that fried right now. But the, um, and it's like, okay, you know, he didn't do great. He's not a bad player by any means. Is he living up to expectations? No, probably not, but he he can. That's the thing. But building a roster off of him, uh, I think it's the other way around. You build a roster and you add him and make them work around it. Like So when it comes to, and this is just in anything, you cannot build a roster around one player and expect it to work. That's... In my opinion, that that might be a hot take, but whatever you know, there there's probably some instances where you can put a, put any player on a team, 
and put that as long as you have good pieces around them they're gonna do good but it's just you see so many teams in in actual sports like one team that i'm going to bring up is my favorite hockey team the washington capitals very early on they had alex ovechkin this super talent and he loved playing with russians so over the years it has been almost all russians but now they're they have pigeonholed themselves into this all of these people are older like him so they have the highest one of the highest average ages in the nhl but they're still trying to build pieces around him and it's like yes he's great yes he's probably going to catch wayne gretzky for the goals list but now you need that young talent you need to mix stuff up you've built you've spent the past 16 seasons building around one player and you've only gotten one championship out of it you know yeah you're good but you're not good when it matters when you need depth you don't need 10 old guys you need a bunch of young talent and that's the thing in esports you cannot build because talent moves all over the place you cannot build around a roster you know sports has the luxury of you can extend these eight nine ten year contracts you know five to ten year contracts but in esports players could be on the team for six months maybe a year a year is a long time in esports considered well considering sports too has a but like esports has it as well, but sports has a bigger one. Uh, East, uh, regular sports has a bench and a bench that they yeah. can afford to keep people on. Esports, yeah. no way. I mean, usually you can keep one person on a bench if you really want to keep them, but no. And it, it's it's funny because people will sit there and say like, "This tens thing is a good idea," and it's like maybe, maybe, and if it works it, out, it might work. It yeah. might work. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say my side of that, um, because I, I do agree that like you can't just build around one guy. But if you are to do it, especially in Valorant, it's probably him, only because he's not entirely a one-trick pony, but like he's not very versatile in his agent selection and like roles he can play. Yeah. So, and, and he's too he's too talented of a player to not be playing in like VCT franchising. So if they want to keep him, that's probably the best route to do so. And there's going to be lots of players who will probably want to play with him. that can yeah. grow their name even more playing alongside him. Um, but yeah, you have to be really careful with how you do it. If you're doing and something like that and really particular about how you go about it. I don't watch a lot of Valorant. But it's there could be, you know, you guys said how young is tens? I don't really keep up with Valorant at all. 21. Yeah, 2021. So pretty young considering the Valorant scene, right? So what if you get what if, you know, you build this team around him? Not saying that he will, but what if you get the wrong person to build around and he becomes an asshole, has an ego, gets an attitude? Well, How I don't do, do that because that has destroyed. I, yeah, before. I don't you think I don't think the they have a worry for that though. Because yeah, they, no, but uh, I'm just saying that's that's the that's the other inverse of like okay, so we build around this guy, and a year later, after you know maybe this has worked out, you know, you get this big ego, and now it's just like now you uh, yeah. can't build around him. I mean, that's going on in soccer right now at PSG. Mbappe signed a well, yeah. massive deal, biggest now one ever. Out. And, you know, you, you can't really tell what was actually promised to him outside of the money. Like there were rumors of what he got, but he's a very um, fluid, like versatile player. He can play on the left, right up the middle, and he wants to play up the middle. Like, that's it. 
and they're his form like the way they play is they have to push him out wide and then like move back in he's like no i just want to play in the middle and they're like well you're not the coach That's <laughs> he's like goes. he's like well then i i want i want to leave like i want out yeah so then yeah and it was just like you know four years ago when he wasn't the talk of everything that wouldn't probably probably wouldn't have been an issue for him mm-hmm. but he spent four years being the guy you're building the team around and now he's an issue so well, he, I don't, was, he was supposed to leave but yeah, yeah never mind that's off topic i'm not gonna yeah. go into that more right, now now <laughs> you know that will that probably happen with tens maybe not but that's the other inverse of building around one player is what if that one player becomes the problem yeah mm-hmm. and i think uh he's I, I mean he's older now obviously back a couple of years ago there was the problem of he was getting locked tens was getting locked into uh, like counter-strike contracts that he just couldn't get out of because people wanted to build around him and then like whether he just didn't perform, he didn't want to play anymore or whatever, then he had those situations where he has to ride the bench. And he's got to be careful what he signs for Sentinels because if they're building this roster around him, he could sign a real lengthy one. And Mm. And then you're locked in. Yeah, then you're locked in and you're bench warming because Sentinels are, unless they get a really good offer, they're not going to let him go to another team while they're trying to qualify or take first yeah. place. Like the amount of money they paid C9 for him. Yeah. Especially in franchising. I, yeah. I think that has partially to do with it. Like they want to keep trying to return as much as they can off that investment. Yeah. And I think I will, I will like, you know, kind of throw up, but if situation where this could just be a PR thing. Like they might not actually be doing it, but they know like, obviously like there's the whole meme where it's like, I heck and love tens. Like, and it's like, okay, well it could just be, you know, pleasing the social media and like, you know, Twitter memeing with Twitter a little bit. So they may not actually be building, but from the sounds of it and the reports of it, they, they are, I mean, if they tweet that I have to go off their word, um, but it could just be a PR thing. Yep. But I mean, I think that's pretty much it. That's for that topic uh you guys got anything else you want to throw in before we kind of call it this weekend when does this go out tomorrow uh yeah it should Thursday? be tomorrow the 13th okay friday 3 p.m est on the parabellum twitch seeger and tanker back at it again casting our swiss there is a chance that rlcs is going to be popping around to some of the matches you know we win one and we're in the winner's bracket they're probably going to want to watch that so there's a chance that not only will we be on our page, but RLCS will probably get our game, at least one of our games, I think. If we do well, they'll, they'll probably get at least yeah. one. And then if we make, make it out of Swiss, all day Saturday is going to be RLCS. So, you know, stay tuned to the Twitter. You know, we'll keep you guys posted on socials, you know, with uh, with Jake at the, at the buttons. Not going to be any Gertler incidents where I accidentally tweet a picture of a man with, you know, Gogurt body. To the Atlantic Gladiators. It'd be funny if for some reason I did put a Gertler tweet out. Very (laughs) odd. These guys are goaded like Gertler. Just put that. Photoshop. Anyway, so yeah. Friday, 3 p.m. EST. You know, Seeger and Tank are back on the desk, actually lighting it up with their electrical commentary. So it's going to be exciting stuff. Um, That's all I got. Sounds good. Well, yeah, Yeah, I I think think that pretty much covers. Perfect. Well, I mean, we'll, so yeah, you guys will see this on the 13th right before Friday. And then I think that's it. So we will see you guys next week, probably the same Thursday. We were kind of playing around with the schedule a little bit right now.
but uh it should be thursday again next week and we'll catch you uh you know after next off stars thursday